What is up, restaurant world? Welcome to the Tip Share, where we dive deep into the labyrinth of all things restaurant, open up conversations with owners, operators, vendors, and industry experts to explore everything that's happening within the industry and its current climate. Sit back, grab your shift drink, and let's share our tips. All right, thanks for joining us today. I am joined today with Brian Smith, the director of our compliance department, to kind of help me go through some of these questions that we've been fielding regarding the PPP uh, forgiveness application process and other PPP-related questions. Thanks so much for joining, Brian. You bet, Sydney. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's definitely my pleasure. You know, we're getting a lot of questions regarding um, the PPP application and forgiveness um, and what this looks like moving forward. There's obviously been a lot of changes and uh, updates that have been occurring, you know, since everything went into effect. And, you know, I'd just like to start there. What does the current PPP forgiveness landscape look like right now? Well, Sydney, it's completely different than it was um, back in March when the CARES Act was passed. You know, the covered period has been extended, and this allows borrowers more, more time to use their PPP funds. There is also a new forgiveness application along with an EZ form that is shorter, and there are more uh, safe harbors for those FTE reductions. If you laid off staff, they've, they've implemented more safe harbors, so um, lots of changing. And most importantly, the timeline to apply for forgiveness has been extended. Um, that's the biggest change in my mind. And from a development standpoint, it's like trying to build an airplane while flying it because the law has, you know, it's been evolving since the day it was passed. Yeah, I, I know. We, we've been constantly updating our clients over and over because of those changes that are just don't ever seem to end. What are some of the items that may come up in future legislation that we should be aware of? Well, some of the things that I've um, heard around uh, Congress, the campfire, whatever you want to say, is second round of PPP. Uh, they know that the first round was uh, very beneficial, so they're trying to come together, Congress trying to come together and um, come up with a second stimulus. So PPP2 is definitely on the, on the um, list. Uh, automatic forgiveness for small loans is something else that's being talked about in Congress. Uh, amounts from 100 to 150,000 is the number that I've heard that could possibly uh, be automatically forgiven. That is, if the uh, the current political landscape kind of you know uh, settles down and, and they can start to work together, we'll, we should see some of this. And then the last one, the most important thing in my mind, is the deductibility of expenses that are paid with PPP forgiven PPP funds. I should say. Yeah, that completely makes sense. Now, you had mentioned a moment ago, you know, that the, that forgiveness application and when that they need to start applying for that has changed, was extended, et cetera. Um, why should borrowers wait to file for forgiveness? Well, I think right now there are, in my mind, there are two main reasons. Um, one is because the banks are developing their systems to interface with the SBA in a way that they're not accustomed to. And honestly, the banks are looking for beta testers. They need people to start uh, applying for forgiveness so they can test out their systems. Right. And in my mind, you know, I don't really want to be the first one across the desert when, when we're talking about, um, you know, $100,000, $150,000 being forgiven. So in my mind, that's the most important one is, is because um, those systems just haven't been developed and tested on the um, lender side and the SBA side. So. 
Uh, yeah. And then another one is, is just waiting for more guidance. You know, I'm sure that there's going to be more guidance come out and, and hopefully that'll make it easier to achieve 100% forgiveness. Um, but that's just something we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah, you know, we've had actually many clients start reaching out because their bank are saying, hey, they're ready for them to apply. They need to apply immediately. Um, what should they be doing in this situation if the banks are really, you know, pushing them to apply now? Gotcha. And I, and I can understand from the bank's standpoint because they want to test their systems. I, I get that. Um, but the first round of PPP rules and regulations did have a different uh, set of terms uh, that were required for borrowers when they started making those payments. And it was uh, it was six months from the day they received their loan that was the original um, the original date that they should have started paying that back. But the Flexibility Act, which was passed on June 5th, changed that and gives them 10 months from the last day of their covered period, not from when they received their loan, but 10 months from the last day that they uh, their covered period ends. And that covered period could be either eight weeks or 24 weeks. So if you use 24-week uh, covered period, you have 10 months after that period ends to actually apply for forgiveness before any payments and interest would be due. Wow. So, I mean, that could really extend that process for almost three years then. It definitely into 2021. Right. Since the date of the funding. Now, obviously, the main, you know, concern for all, you know, business owners out there right now is actually achieving 100% forgiveness. How can they ensure that they achieve 100% forgiveness? Uh, well, first, you know, with the uh, uh, with that deadline, make sure that you're reaching out to your bank and make sure that they have uh, 10, they've put on the uh, the payment schedule that it starts 10, 10 months after that um, covered period and not six months after you receive the loan. Um, but with that flex, uh, PPP Flexibility Act, uh, borrower, a borrower that received their funds before June 5th now has the choice to use either eight week or 24 weeks. And in my mind, it's, it's that 24 weeks um, period is imperative because then you have a better chance to hit 100% or very close to 100% in payroll costs on your application. Now we know that borrowers have to achieve at least 60% payroll costs to, uh, to have 100% of your PPP loan forgiven. So if you're expanding that out to uh, your cover period to 24 weeks, you have a much better chance to achieve a, a higher percentage of payroll costs in your application. Okay, perfect. Now, there's been also a lot of questions regarding um, that all of the expenses that were actually paid with some of those PPP funds, are those actually deductible to the business for year-end taxes as well? Well, right now, um, they are not. The, okay. There was an IRS notice that went out at the, um, back in April, I think, IRS notice 2020-32, and it stated that uh, forgiven PPP funds are not are non-taxable and not included in gross income on the business federal tax return. Therefore, any expenses paid with the non-taxable forgiven PPP funds are not deductible. If the expenses were deductible, there would be a double uh, tax benefit. You get the free income, and then you get to have a, um, a deduction, a tax deduction. Now, this is and this is from an existing IRS law, IRS from IRC section 265 that prevents this double tax benefit. 
Now, the CARES Act deemed the forgiven PPP funds as non-taxable, but was silent on the deductibility for tax purposes. Gotcha. You know, and like I said, this, this law from the IRS, they're just interpreting current law that's out there. Now, the intention of the CARES Act, from what I understand from, you know, reading articles and listening to the... Um, listening to Congress is that their intention was to have um, was to allow taxpayers the ability to deduct these expenses. And, you know, with the law being silent on that, their intentions aren't going to come out until a new uh, new legislation, new round of um, stimulus comes out and they address this. Right. Because essentially, if they don't address it, these PPP funds essentially become taxable. And just another expense to the business that we obviously can't afford right now. <laughs> exactly. If you're, you know, if you're planning your, your taxes out for 2021 or 2020, I'm sorry, getting ahead of myself. And you <laughs> see that I have a, a loss. Well, if you have $200,000 worth of PPP forgiven, you need to subtract $200,000 from your expenses. Now, do you still have a loss? And if you don't, you're going to have income and you will pay tax. And that's that's will be a big surprise. And, you know, we're all hoping that uh, Congress addresses this and makes the changes. So it, is it likely that Congress will pass this law to allow these expenses to be deductible? You know, that that's a tough question to answer. But all the articles that I've written, you know, that have quotes from uh, from Congress, once again, their intention was to have the expenses deductible. So okay. we're, now, ho we're hoping that they put that in writing and, and, and make it a law. They need to um, make it a law. Otherwise, the, the uh, expenses will not be deductible. So I think there's a there's a high probability that it uh, that they will pass the law. It definitely needs to be addressed because it will definitely negatively impact a lot of people out there that are already struggling, you know, getting through this uh, that right. they're dealing with. Yeah. Now, with that being said, if they, you know, they delay, they had the 24 weeks um, from the time of funding and they, you know, then 10 months on top of that. So that actually may put them past year in tax due date. So can they file year in taxes before they actually apply for forgiveness? They absolutely can. And, you know, this is a, this is a tough situation because, you know, technically until the funds are forgiven, forgiven, there would be no uh, double benefit from right. that uh, IRC section 265. Um, but if there's not any movement or discussion in Congress on this topic at the time a taxpayer goes to file their return and they know that they are going to apply for forgiveness and there's a very good chance that it will be forgiven, I think it would be a very, very risky position to take those deductions uh, from the forgiven PPP funds uh, on your 2020 return, knowing that nothing is going on in Congress. Now, if, if they're talking about it, there's a lot of, uh, lot of movement and uh, we feel much better. You know, we're, we're closer to 100% that they're going to pass it. I would feel better about taking those deductions on my 2020 uh, tax return. But until they actually start the discussions and, and we feel better about the movement, it, it would be very risky to, uh, to deduct those expenses. 
Well, thank you. That's definitely excellent advice. Um, so with that, where are you getting your information? Where are your sources on this information? You know, because everybody's going on the site and there's so many places you can go and, you know, not all the information, you know, is the same. You know, it creates a lot of confusion for people out there. So what, where are the sources that provide us the most accurate information on all of this information? Well, I'm, I'm pulling um, my information from uh, the U.S. Treasury, their guidance, their inter interim final rules, which is which is kind of funny. The word interim, uh, the adjective form, actually means provisional or temporary, but it's an interim final rule. So it's a temporary final rule. So they're just constantly. Absolutely, it's just constantly changing. Um, right. But this is this is what we have. Uh, right now to um, to build all our systems and know what we need to do is those treasury guidance, the, the interim final rules. And, and then I use IRS notices and also attend uh, the AICPA, which is the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. I've uh, attended their webinars and read their interpretations. All right, perfect. Thank you. Now, you know, obviously the biggest concern right now are, you know, people now that they're, they've run out of funds, they're getting ready to start this forgiveness application process, and they've got to compile all of this needed information for their banks for either the easy farm or the full-length one. Um, will RSI be providing a report to assist borrowers with this application process? Absolutely. We sure will. Um, we were waiting for some of the guidance to slow down. And uh, that has happened right now. So we, we have started the development. It is, you know, it's not a small project. And uh, we are going to provide a PPP forgiveness report for our clients for their, uh, it will include employee compensation um, calculations, the FTE reduction calculation, and then also the sal salary uh, reduction calculation. So, and those are the three uh, biggest parts of forgiveness. So. Perfect. Well, I cannot thank you enough for your time today and helping educate not only myself, but all of the business owners out there right now that are having to deal with this and prepare for it. So thank you so much. You bet. I hope you have a good one. Take care. Thanks for joining us this week on The Tip Share. Make sure to visit our website, restaurantaccountingservices.com, where you can view more educational content Subscribe to our monthly newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again.